Hallelujah. Amen. We give God praise tonight. We give God all the glory. We give Him all the honor. We thank Him according to His word. He said in His word that He would give His angels charge over us that will not dash our foot against a stone. He has done it. He's kept us. He said in His word that He will lead us in the way everlasting. He has done it. He said that as the mountains around Jerusalem, so shall He surround us. He has done it. He said, place of the most I shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty has done it. He's called us to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He's done it. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. So we thank God that put it into his word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I will strength thy grace I Thank you, Holy Ghost. 
Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah, brethren. We bless God for tonight. And I would like to welcome you all to encounter tonight. It's good to be back. And I bring you warm greetings from Ghana. Hallelujah. I bring you warm greetings from Ghana. The brethren in Ghana, they were actually a little bit upset at you guys. Because I told them, you, you, you wanted me to come back quickly. And they said, well, they loaned me to you guys. Now you guys are taking me away. And don't want me to even stay there. Hallelujah. <laughs> but they are, they are doing very well. They told me to tell you guys to be very careful. If not, they'll take me away forever. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the brethren in Ghana are doing very well. And they send their warm regards. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise. And, you know, even though I was away, I was with you in spirit. Every Sunday as, you know, you guys fellowship together, I was here with you in spirit. And I've been listening to all the messages and what glorious messages the Lord brought through our able elders. Our able elders. God bless you elders for such a wonderful job. Wonderful job you guys did. In fact, I want us to celebrate our elders. <laughs> Hallelujah. What shall we say to our elders, brethren? What shall we say to our elders? God bless God you. Bless God bless you. God bless you, elders. God bless you very much. God bless you very much. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. You know, we carried on our faith series to a entire year, and we entered this year with our faith series. Hallelujah. And today, we would like to wrap it up and look forward to that which God would have us walk in in this new year. Hallelujah. Not forgetting yeah. the foundation that he has laid for us in this year. You know what? Whatever God will have us do, the foundation by which we do it is faith. That is why for almost two or three months, we're laying that foundation of faith. And when the others picked up the message of faith, I love it because Uncle Bennett was talking about living in dead faith. And 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 brother also brother also picked it up and was talking about how that you can create your world through your words by faith. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. And and when she picked it up and was talking about enduring faith, and and Mary ended it all with gleanings from the life of Abraham, the faith life of Abraham, the journey of faith of Abraham. How powerful! You see all these messages on faith. We're laying a foundation for us for where we are going this year and what God will have us do in this year. Hallelujah. But tonight we're going to hear the conclusion of the whole matter and then look into that which God would have us working in this year. If you do have your Bibles, we turn to Galatians chapter number 5, verse 6. Galatians chapter number 5, verse 6. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter number 5 verse 6. Galatians chapter number 5 verse 6. If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are in Galatians chapter number 5 verse 6, say amen. 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 Uncle Ben, it looks like you are there. You want to read for us? Galatians 5 6. Yes, Galatians 5, 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Hallelujah. The Bible says that for in Christ Jesus, listen to this very well, brethren. This is the conclusion of the whole matter on the study of faith. We are wrapping it all up. Uh, the Bible says that in Christ Jesus, it tells that it first gives us 
where he's talking about. He says, in Christ Jesus. And as believers, we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that we have been accepted in the beloved. We are in him. The life of the believer now must be lived with the in him revelation. What do I mean revelation? That means the revelation of your life in Christ. There's a scripture I know so much. The Bible says that for your life are hid with Christ. And when Christ who is your life appears. So not only are you in Christ, Christ is your very life. Hallelujah. Amen. That's so powerful. In fact, that scripture alone should cast away any kind of fear out of your life. Of the devil trying to monitor your life, the devil trying to do this in your life. The Bible says that Christ, who is your life? It says your life is hid with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. Your life is hid with Christ in God. How safe could you be? What could be more safer than that? Hallelujah. If the devil wants to touch you first, he has to break through God. Then he has to break through Christ. And who can do that? Nobody. Your life is hid with Christ in God. That is why no satanic divination or incantation against you will prosper. Because your life is hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. No schemings of darkness shall prosper against your life in this year because your life is hid with Christ in God. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm talking about? Your life. And the Bible says that when Christ, who is our life, what revelation from Paul the Apostle by the Spirit? When Christ, who is your life? When Christ, see, this is the kind of understanding Paul had that made him live the way he lived. And I pray that we would also, the Spirit of God wants us to come to have such an understanding that Christ is my life. That Christ is my life. This is the blessedness of the New Testament. Hallelujah. That is why it is called the ministration of life. You know, the Old Testament was the ministration of death. That's what the Bible, the Bible concludes the entire Old Testament as the ministration of death. Anytime the Old Testament is preached, you are ministering death to the people. Yet, that ministration of death had a certain form of glory. How much more the ministration of life in Christ now? Hallelujah. In Christ, the Bible says that when Christ is your life shall appear. Oh, la close So the Bible says, for in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus, that means that in the life of Christ, when you are living your life in Christ, Paul is about to tell you, by the Holy Ghost, the most important thing for your life in Christ. He says, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything. That is the King James Bible. What does that mean? He says, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything. It means that neither circumcision nor uncircumcision matters. It does not count. What is circumcision and uncircumcision? That had to do with the law. You see, under the law, you have to be circumcised physically as a sign of you being part of the covenant of Israel. The covenant that Israel had with God, being part of the people of God. The sign of being part of the commonwealth of Israel was circumcision. It was a law for them. And they had to be circumcised. And even the Jews, after they had been born again, after Christ had come and resurrected, and Paul and Peter and the apostles, they preached the gospel, some of the Jews, after they had, because they were zealous for the law, were wanting the Gentiles to be circumcised. To go through that circumcision. And they based their righteousness on doing that particular act. 
But the Bible says that in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availed anything. That means that in Christ Jesus, nothing in the law avails anything. Nothing in the law matters. The law is passed away. Your supposed obedience to the law does not matter anymore. The only thing that counts before God in Christ Jesus is faith that works by love. Faith that expresses itself through love. Faith that manifests itself through love. The entire formation of your life in Christ, the only thing that will count, would have meaning before God, that God would approve of, is your life of faith manifesting itself through love. Hallelujah. Amen. Hear me tonight. That is why we preach the message of faith. That is why even the gospel is called the word of faith. But also the word of faith which we preach. Hallelujah. We can't preach any other word but faith. Because without faith it is impossible to to please God. The Bible says that in Christ Jesus nothing matters. You, you can do so many things. You can try so hard to obey the law. You can do all those things. And in your own eyes you look so pious. In the lives of other people you look so religious. But before God, you are nothing. Nothing you do is counting before God. God does not even recognize it. You remember um, Cain when he offered. The Bible says that and God had no respect unto Cain's offering. Meaning that to God, it was as if Cain did not even offer anything. And it is the same way. When you try to live by circumcision and uncircumcision, that is when you try to live by the law in Christ Jesus, it is as if you are doing nothing. The Bible says that your righteousness is like filthy rags before God. That is what happens. The only thing that matters to God, the only thing that catches the attention of God and draws God's attention upon you and fixes the glory of heaven upon you as a believer is when you walk by faith in love. Expressing your faith in love. Hallelujah. Amen. And I know that as we've, as we've heard the message of faith in so many dimensions, we have been properly equipped to live the life of faith. But there's a caveat. Your faith must be expressed in love. Love is the check for faith. Hallelujah. Love. Or to be the conduit through which your faith is expressed. Love, 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 love. That means that anytime you are expressing your faith, anytime you are manifesting your faith, anytime you are walking in faith, let love be the barometer by which you judge whether such expression is right or not. Hallelujah. Because by faith you can do anything. By faith, you can obtain anything. By faith, you can say anything. By faith, you can, you know, you can do whatever you want. But the thing by which you can judge whether this particular expression of my faith is going to be pleasing to God is love. Hallelujah. Amen. Because there are a lot of people who express their faith in selfishness. There are a lot of people who express their faith in anger and greed. That is what the Bible says. He said to the young men in the church, he said, For you are strong, John says, For you are strong because the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the evil one. When the word of God abides in you, what is there? Faith. That is the faith coming by hearing you by the word of God. The reason the young men were strong is because the word of God was in them, and they were full of faith. And because they were full of faith, they had overcome the evil one. What was the next thing John says? says, Love not the world. Neither the things therein. You see, they had become so strong in faith. And the danger was that some of them would be expressing their faith not in love. Some would be expressing their faith in greed. In selfishness. Pursuing things of this life rather than the eternal riches of glory. Hallelujah. 
So John gave them a warning. He said, love not the world with other things in the world. For anyone love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Hallelujah. So Paul says, your faith must be expressed in love. Your faith must be expressed, must be made manifest. Hallelujah. When you are walking in faith, you must make sure your walk of faith is in love. That is the conclusion of the whole matter. Hallelujah. And that is the only thing you should worry about as a believer. Living your faith in love. Let love be the final arbiter of all your decisions in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. See, let me give you an example. There was a time Jesus and his disciples were walking to, I think it was, it was a particular city, I think it was Samaria or so. And the Bible says that the face of Jesus was as though he would not stay in the town, but he was just passing through. So the people in that city were very angry. Because they wanted Jesus to stay, Jesus was just passing through. So because of that, the Bible says that they rejected Jesus. They did not want to listen to Jesus. And the Bible says that people in John were very angry. And they said to the Lord, Lord, shall we call down fire from heaven to consume these people? Now, two chapters ago, Jesus had given unto them power to cast out devils, and they had gone out preaching the gospel, and, and for the first time, they had cast out devils. You know, they, 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 they were walking in the power of God by faith. They had cast out devils, and they had healed the sick, and they had, they had, they had done so many wonderful miracles by faith. They were put in the power. So you see, they were so excited. That is something about That's how faith works. You'll be so excited because by faith, you know you can obtain anything. You can do anything. You feel on top of the world. As a matter of fact, you're on cloud nine. That is the faith life. Hallelujah. So at that point, when they were rejected, they wanted to call down. They said, shall we call down fire from above to consume these people? Like Esias did. Talking about that's Isaiah. Like Isaiah did. They wanted to call down fire to consume the people because the people will not receive them. Hmm. Listen to what Jesus has said to them. The Bible says that immediately Jesus turned to Peter and John, James and John. Some of us we think of John as that cool guy who doesn't want trouble. No, no, no. This was John. He wanted to call down fire to consume people. <laughs> Jesus turned to them immediately and said to them, You know not what manner of spirit you are of. That's what Jesus said to them. He says, You don't know what manner of spirit you are of. They didn't know that they were of the spirit of love. And the fact that they could obtain the power of God does not mean that they could use it for their own selfishness to show, to, to show themselves, to boss themselves around over other people. They didn't know that they were of the spirit of love. That the manifestation of their faith must be according to love. In love, rather, they would have compassion on these people. When Jesus was being crucified between two thieves, when they were nailing him to the cross, where did Jesus? Jesus had all the power he could. He, 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 he could express all that. Jesus could, by faith, do anything. But rather he let his faith to pray in love. And he said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. Mm. Jesus could have by faith called down fire upon those thieves, those, those um, Roman soldiers, and destroyed them. But love was the check for his faith. The spirit you are made of is the spirit of love. Therefore your faith must operate in that spirit. Hallelujah. And any time you, you open your faith in love, your faith builds up instead of tearing down. Your faith will build up the lives of others instead of tearing them down. Sometimes men walking, they, they claim to be walking in faith, but their faith life is tearing down other people and not building them up. Hallelujah. Faith expressing itself through love. Amen. That is the conclusion of the matter. For in Christ Jesus. Listen, nothing matters. If you want what you do to have eternal value, 
if you want God to recognize, if you want God to acknowledge what you do, walk in faith. Walk in faith. Express your faith in love. Hallelujah. And that's all. Okay. The summation of the Christian life. That is the summation of the New Testament. Nothing more, nothing less. There is no thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. All those things are passed away. All those things are what? Passed away. The only thing now is faith that works by love. Faith that works by love. Hallelujah. Didn't you fill your heart with the love of Christ? Fill your heart with the love of Christ. Because you see, love is a greater dimension than faith. Love is a greater dimension than faith. Your faith must work by love. Fill your heart with the love of Christ. Hallelujah. The divine key to experiencing the of God is love. Paul said something by the Spirit. He said that, that we may understand what the, the length, the breadth, and depth, and height of the love of God is, that we may be filled with the fullness of God. The key to being filled with the fullness of God, that means that it is possible for divinity, the whole, the full of divinity to dwell in a man, just as it dwells in Christ. The Bible says that the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ bodily. It is possible for the fullness of divinity to dwell in you. How is it possible? Through the key of love. You see that, that we understand what the length and the breadth and the height and depth of the love of Christ is that will be filled with the fullness of God. If you want to be filled with the fullness of God, walk in love. Let your faith operate by love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith that works by love. Somebody say with me, faith that works by love. Hallelujah. Say with me, I will operate my faith. I will operate my faith. In love. Hallelujah. Yes, you must operate your faith in love. You must preach your faith in love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the conclusion of the whole matter. Galatians chapter number 5 verse 6. I want us all to learn that scripture by heart. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision availeth anything. That, that, that phrase there, you can, you can just change it for in Christ Jesus, nothing matters. You can just put that there. Except faith. That works by love. You know, a lot of people are just wasting their time. They've not even got into the part of faith that works by love. They are still in circumcision and uncircumcision. They are living their life in circumcision and uncircumcision because they are living in the law. They are living in the. They are still under the ministration of death. Uncle Ben, can you can you imagine this? The entire Old Testament was summed up as the ministration of. Wow. The entire Old Testament, with all its glory, with Moses dividing the Red Sea, with Elijah calling down fire from above. The Bible says that when Moses descended from the mountain, the glory of God was so strong on his face that the Israelites could not behold the glory that was emanating from the face of Moses. So he had to veil in his face. His face was literally shining. With the Israelites, the, Moses had to cover his face with a veil. If not, he will blind the people. Have you ever been in a room where the light is so bright it is blinding, it is blinding your eyes? Sometimes you go out and the sun is shining so bright it is blinding your eyes. That was what was happening. It was as if God had literally taken the sun and put it on Moses' face. The Israelites could not behold the face of him. They could not look at him. Because it was too much. He needed a veil to cover it. And I'm imagining the sickness of I'm imagining the sickness of that veil Moses had to cover his face with. Hallelujah. Amen. Yet still, despite all this glory, the Bible calls it all the ministration of death. That means that any time that was spoken of, 
it was a ministration of death. It only brought death to the people. The Bible says that the Lord that was intended to give life brought death. Hmm. And if such ministry had such glory, which was temporal and faded away, how much more? The glory that excelleth, the glory of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Under the ministration of death, it was, thou shalt do this, thou shalt do that, if you do this, if you do that, if you do this, obey me and this, obey me and that. All those things are be wiped away. Under this new ministration of life, all that God is asking you is, live and express your faith in love. That's all. It's so simple. Is that not simple enough? Oh, goodness. You know, the Christian life is very simple. It is men that have complicated their ways. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, a special faith in love. And that's exactly what Jesus came to demonstrate for us. He was just simply walking in faith by love. So he has so much compassion on the people. He has so much compassion on the people. Oh, one time he saw Israel as he stood on the mount. He saw Israel, all the people scattered away. He said, oh, wow, I come to gather you as a hen gathers his chicks. Jesus. May your faith work in love. Hallelujah. May your faith break by love. Hallelujah. May you manifest faith in love, hallelujah. May you express your faith in love Amen. in the name of Jesus. May your heart be full of his love, hallelujah. Amen. That is the conclusion of the matter. That is the conclusion of the matter, hallelujah. But you see, tonight, I only do not have one message for you. We have the conclusion of the matter, and we have a look into the plan of God for us in this year. So I want you to bear with me. As we have laid this foundation of faith in this year, uh, what does God want us to focus on? What does God want us to focus on? And as I was waiting on God, and I know I shared this with you. I put it on the group me page, but I, it behooves me to mention it. Mention it unto you. You see, there are three things God will have us focus on in this year. Three things. And that is what our messages, the messages that I'll be preaching, the messages that the elders will be preaching, and the things will be discussed. Everything we do is going to be centered around these three things. And this is where our focus is going to be. The first is Christ. Hallelujah. There are three things. Number one, Christ. Christ. Christ, Christ, Christ. That's the first thing, Christ. We are living by this revelation that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. This is the revelation by which we, we ought to live this year, that we are greater by the greater one in us. Hallelujah. Mm. I, I did not get an amen for that one. I said we are greater by the greater one in us. Hallelujah. Listen, the Bible says that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Who is he that is in you? That's the question you ought to ask as a believer when you hear such a word. He says, who is he that is in you? He says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's talking about two people. He that is in you, then he that is in the world. Who is he that is in you? It is Christ. It is Christ. It is Christ. The Bible is saying that the one in you, Christ, is greater than the one in the world. That is the devil and his court and all the kingdom of darkness put together because they are the only opposition to you living your life of faith in love this year. They are the only opposition to you. Mm. Manifesting the kingdom of God, living as God wants you to, taking hold of that which God has purpose for you in this year. The only opposition to you is the devil and his kingdom of darkness. That's the only opposition. 
But the Bible is telling you that greater is the one in you. That means you say what you have is greater than the one outside. So don't be afraid. You have something that conquers it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so don't be afraid. So you are greater. Say with me, I'm greater by the greater one in me. Hatamasata. You are greater by the greater one in you. That is the Christ. So our first focus is understanding who is in us. Who is in you? Christ Jesus. So we are going to know who is Christ. We are going to understand this Christ. We are going to understand the power of Christ. The, the greater one in us. We are going to understand. That's, you have to understand it. You see, when you know the one in you, then you can talk like Peter when he met the man who was begging for arms at the temple gate. Begging for arms, he met him. He said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto you. In that moment, Peter unleashed the power of the Christ in him unto the man, and the man leaped onto his feet and started walking. Hallelujah. This year, such as you must know, such as have. You must know the Christ in you, the power of the Christ in you, the glory of the Christ in you. So that you can talk like Peter, such as I have. Peter knew what he had in him. Hallelujah. Amen. You will not cower in unbelief and doubt. No, because you know the greater one in you, the Christ in you. You know the power of the one in you. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Yes. You see, if you are aware of the one in you, know, that means you can preach the gospel anywhere. Anywhere. Brethren, you can preach the gospel, the good news anywhere. The reason God wants us to be aware of the one in us is so that we will have bold confidence to preach the gospel anywhere and everywhere we are. Whatever company God takes you, you preach the gospel. You shine the light of Christ. Because you know that greater, the greater one is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. No matter the kind of opposition you face, you can overcome it because the greater one is in you. Amen. You overcome your job place. You overcome in your marriage. You overcome in your relationship. You overcome in your finances. You overcome in your academics. In every area of your life, you overcome because the greater one is in you. But much more, you will preach the gospel, the good news of the kingdom of God because of the greater one in you. Hallelujah. You can go anywhere. Territories where the devil has taken hold, you the Bible says that when a strong man keeps his goods, and a stronger than he comes, he overpowers him and takes away his goods. You see, when a strong man keeps his house, and a stronger than he comes, that means for someone to overpower you, he must be stronger than you. Guess what? The devil has taken territories in this world. Hallelujah. The Bible says that if our gospel be hid, it is a hit from those in whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes, meaning the God of this world has taken over them. Well, guess what? There is someone in us that is greater than the God of this world. Hallelujah. So if, if the strong man of this world has held them captive, guess what? A stronger than he is in us to set them loose. That is why in this year you preach the gospel with no fear in your eyes. Hallelujah. Because you know there's a stronger than he in you. Yes. There's a stronger than he in you. And when the devils come against you, you rise and say, Be gone in the name of Jesus. You cast them out. This year you cast out devils, hallelujah. Because there's a stronger one in you. Some of you have never cast out devils before. You are free something. Even your your family, you, there are parts of your family you don't want to talk to. You don't want to you don't want to have anything to do with them because you are scared of them. This year you talk to them. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish this year you talk to them. They rather run away from you, you will not run away from them. Hallelujah. They run from you. 
You preach the gospel to them. Hallelujah. Because of the stronger one in you. Amen. The Christ in you. So that's going to be our focus this year. The Christ. Understanding the Christ in us. The Christ in us. The Christ in us. The Bible says the Christ in you, the hope of glory. The Christ. The Bible says that but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Christ in you is a treasure. Do you know the value of this treasure in you? Oh, my soul, yeah, Let me not preach it all. Let me save some so that I can have messages to preach in the coming weeks. Hallelujah. <laughs> the Christ in you. Hold on, Moses. You see, I'm so excited because how beautiful it is. The greater one in you, the Christ in you. Hallelujah. You see, when you understand that, then you would, you know, you tap into the scripture that says, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let God arise. and his. That means that for God to arise mightily, you have to do something. He says, let him arise. So we are also going to learn, how do I let this Christ, this greater one in me, how do I let him arise? In me, so that all my enemies are scattered. All the enemies that are troubling me in my marriage, all the enemies that are troubling me in my relationship, all the enemies that are troubling me in my finances, in my academics, in, at my workplace, all the enemies that are troubling me in ministry. How can I let this God in me arise so that all my enemies will be scattered? Don't you want your enemies to be scattered away? You want to. Don't you want it? Or you want your enemies still to be fighting you? No. No, yes. So that is a, there is a how to let the Christ, the greater one in you, arise so that your enemies will not be scattered. Hallelujah. You see, mm. the first focus, that's Christ. The second focus is the gospel. Because we are greater than the greater one in us, our next focus is the gospel. There is a message that has been given unto us. It is the good news of the kingdom. The Bible calls it the glad tidings of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And that is our second focus. It is this message. We are going to understand what this message is. Hallelujah. Understand what this message is so that we can preach it out. We can tell it abroad. We can bring the glad tidings of the kingdom to everyone, everywhere. That is the second thing our lives are going to be focused on. The glad tidings of the kingdom. That is how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. This year you will be a preacher of the gospel. Amen. And, 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 you know, some of us might say, well, Pastor Sir, I'm not, I'm not called. Who told you? Well, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not anointed. Who told you? But Pastor Sam, I'm not a pastor. Who told you? You have to be a pastor before you preach the gospel. Who says? Who says? Listen, you preach the gospel. You be instant in season and out of season. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. You will preach the gospel. You, 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 you will preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. To preach simply means to tell abroad. To tell abroad. To tell. To tell. To have you received the Holy Ghost? That's the question. Have you received the Holy If you have received the Holy Spirit of God, it means you have been anointed to preach. Jesus said that tarry in Jerusalem unto you, promise of the Father, and you shall be witnesses unto me. That means the coming of the Holy Ghost is the only thing you need to enable you preach the gospel. The Holy Ghost comes to empower you. The Bible says that he whom God has sent speaketh the word of God. The word of God is the gospel. For God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. Hallelujah. That means that by the giving of the Spirit, a man is enabled to speak the words of God, 
If a man is unable to preach the gospel, to declare the gospel, to proclaim the gospel, hallelujah. But then this year you speak the words of God. Why? Because God has not given his spirit by measure unto you. God did not measure half of his spirit, quarter of his spirit, two third of his spirit and give, give it to you. No. God has not given God has not given one third of his spirit to me and one fifth of his spirit to you, Irene. God has not given one fifth of his spirit to you, man. No. He has given you the fullness of his spirit without measure, overflowing. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? No, no, no. God, God, God did not measure it and give you half. He said, no, no, no. You know what? Uh, Felicia, you... You just take quarter of the spirit. Uh, let's see. Also, let me give you two thirds of the spirit. No, 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 no. God poured it abundantly. Hallelujah. To the overflow, the fullness of the spirit came upon you that day you received the Holy Ghost. And my God, He enables you to speak the word of God. That is why sometimes when I hear the words of certain believers, I wonder whether they have the Spirit or not. Because you are full of the Holy Ghost. Everything you speak is the Word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So you can you, you preach the gospel. You preach the gospel. That's our second focus, the gospel. So Christ and then the gospel. And the third thing our lives is going to be focused on this year is a focused life of faith. Hallelujah. You see, why we lay the foundation of faith? As we preach the gospel, we must also live a focused, listen to the key word, a focused life of faith. No distractions. No distractions. A focused life of faith. Hallelujah. There will be so many distractions coming around you to fall into the flesh. But we know as we have studied that we walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. So you keep your focus on a life of faith. Hallelujah. And you live that life so you can experience all the victory that God wants you to experience in this year. These are the three things you're going to be focused on in this year. Amen. As a people, as a family, it's going to be our focus. And we are going to delve deep into it in the coming weeks. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. We give God all the glory. Hallelujah. Before we go, I want us to do something very prophetic. I want us to do something. I, 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 my plan was for us to do this on the 1st of January, but because I was not here, we saved it for today. We're going to do something very prophetic. Um, I'm going to release a charge unto you as we pray. And we are, you're, you're ambushing the year. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You're going to do. You're going to ambush the year. You're going to lift up your voice and pray. And as we pray, I'm going to, I'm going to unleash unto you by the anointing that God has released upon me as a leader of this ministry. I'm going to unleash unto you and, and, and unleash you into the year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday we were praying in the morning. I think it was I was with Oswald and 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 Rudo and and Lorino. So yeah, we're praying. Oh my goodness! It started even flowing at that time. Listen, we're going to pray. You're going to lift up your voice and pray, and you're going to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah! You're going to pray in the spirit. And as we pray, you are ambushing the year in the name of King Jesus. You're going to lift up your voice and pray in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit in the mighty name of King Jesus. Lift up your voice. Ikato satabrata kasa. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in the Spirit. Do shatakabaloza ambasite lekona pariyatatai. Lift up your voice and pray in the Spirit. Oh, let me hear those tongues. Let me hear those tongues. Let me hear those tongues. 
Pray in those tongues like you mean it, like you mean it, like you mean it. In the name of Jesus, Patricia, Atakan, Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. It is before you. It lies before you. Hallelujah. Don't look back. Listen to the word of the Lord. Don't look back. Hallelujah. Amen. Paul says something. Forgetting those things that are behind. This is a word unto someone. I know it's a word unto us 
But I'm saying it's a word unto someone. Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind, I press on towards the mark of the high calling. The Lord is saying that your life is ahead of you. Your glory is ahead of you. It's ahead of you. He says, take it all. Let me give you the picture the Lord gave me in the, in, in the morning as we're praying. You see, when, when an army conquers another city, when one city conquers another, see, when the Israelites will conquer the Philistines, after they overpower them, the army just goes through the city and take whatever they want. They are called the spouse of war. And hear the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus has already won the victory for us in this year. So he says, take whatever you want. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, take whatever you want. Hallelujah. In your marriage, you have won the victory. Take whatever you want. Is it peace you want? Take it. Understanding you want? Take it. Victory you want? Take it. Children, you won't take them. This year, you produce children. All those of you that are looking for you will produce your children in this year in the name of Jesus. In your academies, take that diploma, take that degree, take that PhD, take that master's. It is yours. The Lord has taken all. Hallelujah. He's won the victory already. Take it all, double shataka. Listen, don't go back. Take everything. For he has won the victory. So take it all. Take everything. Your financial prosperity. Take it. It is yours in the name of King Jesus. Oh, don't go back. Don't go back. Oh, double shataka. Do you want to be... Do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to be a billionaire? A trillionaire? Take it all. Hallelujah. By faith, how much can you take? Take it all. Take it all. Some of us, as I was saying, trillionaire, some of us are scared. Really, we are thinking, mm, do I really, maybe let me just stay at the thousand. Well, if you want to stay at the thousand, God says he has accepted you. Let me tell you something. This year, whatever, whatsoever you decide to do, God, God has accepted you concerning you. If this level is, you will stay there. If you want to move higher, to you will go higher. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord. So how much can you take? Oh. The victory has been won for you. The victory has been won for you. So go in and take it all. Hatanantes. Take it all. Take it all. Take. Take it all. Take it all. Take it all. Take it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Great are you, Lord. You're greatly to be praised. You're greatly to be praised. Father, you great. You're greatly to be praised. You're greatly to be praised. Father, you're greatly to be Hallelujah. Don't sorrow. Don't sorrow. No, don't sorrow. Hallelujah. Take it all. 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 It is yours. Take everything. Every oh I feel I, I, I don't know why the Spirit of God is impressing on my heart to keep saying he said, Take it all. Take as Amen. as you see it and you want to take it. Amen. Take it. Amen. Listen and listen to what he's even saying. Don't go and ask whether God should I take it or not. <laughs> He said, take it. Hallelujah. Amen. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Oh, how big is your basket this year? You see, I see us. I see us. Listen. 
I see us entering into our harvest field, and we are carrying baskets, different sizes, different sizes. Mm. And the, the harvest is so, there are so many things there. In the harvest, there are so many things, so many fruits, there's great fruitfulness, and we are just harvesting into our baskets. Some of us were going in and our baskets were small. I see some of us running back for new baskets. <laughs> we are, we sold our basket and we say, oh, Pastor Sam said it too. I should have taken a bigger basket. And we are running for a bigger basket. <laughs> but you know, and some of you to the basket you are kind is so big we can't see you. The only thing we see is the basket. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God praise. We give God praise. We are bringing our meeting to a close. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Why don't you begin to celebrate the name of God? Why don't you celebrate Christ tonight? Lift up your voice and begin to celebrate Him. Celebrate His word that has come to you. Celebrate His word. Hallelujah. Celebrate His word. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Celebrate His word. Hallelujah. Sato Shatakaye. Ipapura Kante Kesita.